Since legalization, cannabis poisoning in pets has become a real issue. With some insight to help pet parents identify and prevent cannabis poisoning in their furry friend, we're joined this morning by Dr. Sarah Michelle, Medical Director for Vetster. Good morning to you, doctor. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Sue. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we have two people in our office who've had an accidental cannabis poisoning of their pet. So clearly it's not super rare. Just how common is cannabis poisoning? Well, exactly as you said, since the legalization, it is something that veterinarians um, and pet owners are facing on a regular basis. Uh, you know, at, in, at the clinic level, uh, it's not uncommon to see, you know, one or two cases um, a week, depending on how busy the practice is. Um, and it's something that we can see in the ER setting on a, on a really regular basis now as well. So, What are we concerned about? How harmful is it if a pet ingests cannabis? It's, the concerns really come uh, when it's a smaller pet, um, so smaller dogs and particularly cats, even, you know, surprising to hear, but they can get into things that they shouldn't as well. Um, and the, the biggest problem and challenge for our pets when they consume this is that they don't tend to have any judgment on how much they're eating of something. Uh, and, you know, they... They haven't graduated or, um, you know, sort of built up any kind of tolerance. And so they tend to eat, you know, if available, they'll eat a large amount. And then the dose that they're consuming can really be problematic for their little size. Fascinating. So they truly, I'm not even joking, they get the munchies as well. Well, I think it's not so much that they get the munchies after consuming it. It's that the consumables are appealing to them okay, and they don't have any concept of it's what's It's not the in food it. they're eating after. It's how much they're eating right. of, of the actual. Because it, it could be Correct. gummies or anything like that then, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So we look at our pets. You know, you, you may have assumed. Well, I guess whenever we're looking at our pets, if their behavior is different, you know, we get concerned as pet owners. So how can we differentiate a pet not feeling well in a pet that perhaps consumed cannabis? Some of the symptoms that you may notice in your pet um, that might make you more suspicious for cannabis ingestion um, can be sort of sedation, wobbliness, sleepiness, trouble standing. And one of the interesting things that we almost consistently see in dogs who have consumed cannabis, which is a little bit peculiar, um, is that they can actually leak urine. They lose the ability to kind of contain their urine. Um, And so these, if you notice these sort of strange behaviors, and particularly if coupled with um, urine leaking, the index of suspicion for the consumption of cannabis goes much higher. Um, Doctor, do we run our our pet to the emergency room then, or do we just wait it out with them? Well, I do always suggest if you have concerns and, and the reality is, is that, you know, the, the possibility for consumption is there, it's always best to have your pet evaluated by a veterinarian because, um, you know, again, we don't know what kind of dose has been ingested and uh, really serious you know, high levels of ingestion can lead to much more serious consequences. So significant reduction in heart rate, um, lack of consciousness, we can see vomiting and seizures. So I think it's, if there's a concern, it's always best to have your pet evaluated um, and, and to be able to put your mind at ease. Those consequences, though, are those short-term, Dr. Michelle, or are there long-term consequences that could go along with this? If the pet recovers from the exposure, um, then generally there's no long-term consequences from it. But with really 
high levels of ingestion, some pets can actually succumb to the toxicity. Really great information. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful morning. You too. Dr. Sarah Michelle, Medical Director for Vetster. And, you know, as I said, with two cases of it happening here, just in the you know small group of people that we know, yeah. it obviously is mm-hmm. an issue, whether it's oils or, you know, it doesn't mean, it, it can be the medical cannabis too, right, that maybe the animals are getting into. Well, and I guess you, you got to look even big picture and expand it. Well, maybe maybe the thought is that we're not treating cannabis if you use it in your home like we would a prescription mm, or something. Seriously. Yeah, yep. it, you know, and, and technically it, it, it is the, the same level as far as government. You have to be over 18. You don't mm-hmm. need a prescription, but, you know, it's it's and maybe that's it. Maybe we have to look at in general and even taking it further beyond the pets and obviously our kids keeping things out of reach, not Absolutely. just for the kids, but also for the pets. Serious business. And I'm not sure if my dog got into it back in the day, but one day there was a whole week where Domino's Pizza just kept arriving. And I said, I didn't call. And they said, the person had a, you don't want to make money. You and the dog kept eating it and eating it. I do love pizza, though. (laughs)